Welcome to Tim Bray's Ongoing Podcast, which is an audio version of a selection of the articles on my blog, also called Ongoing. I'm Tim Bray. You can find the blog at tbray.org. This is pretty well the same story you'd get by reading it, but some people would rather listen. Here we go. This was published on the 3rd of March, 2023, and is entitled Stream Automator. I have a problem, and I think I'm not alone. Getting TV is too complicated and too expensive. I know what a solution might look like, and if someone can build it and charge just a little bit for access, they might become very wealthy. Alternatively, if someone could build an open protocol-based cooperative tool to fix the problem, they'd be a benefactor of humanity. And now I'll break, and for those of you who are listening, um, it, there's illustrations in this article, and what they are is are the logos of various uh, streaming services off in the right side of the column of text as we get through it. So in order from the top to the bottom, they have Apple TV+, Plus, Crave, which is a Canadian thing, Dazn, D-A-Z-N, which is a sports thing, Disney+, Plus, ESPN, HBO Max, MLB, Netflix, Paramount, Prime Video, Roku, and TSN, which is Canada's ESPN. The observant among you will have noticed those are in alphabetical order, but we will ignore them and proceed with the story. Let's call the thing I want a stream automator. Let's just say automator for short. I thought of a streamplex, but there are already a few things named that. Now, none of them look likely to be significant in the long term, but oh well. Let's make it personal. My family still has a dumb cable TV. It's it's absurdly expensive, and all anyone watches on it are live sports. We subscribe to a couple of streaming services, which give us access to maybe 20% of the really happening shows that people are talking about. So, I want to dump dumb cable and still watch the sports I like and the TV that matters. Axiom. Subscribing to everything is not a sane option. There has to be a better way. Complication. Sports coverage. In Canada, where we are, there are two national sports streamers that offer disjoint packages. Then there are global services like Dazn. It's unreasonably difficult to discover exactly which games you can watch on which channels. For example, in recent seasons, I've enjoyed watching the Toronto Blue Jays. For years, I'd been an MLB TV uh, subscriber, but I dropped it because the Jays are blocked since they're my local team three time zones away, which is okay, I guess, because I can get them on one of those sports networks that happens to be included with our current dumb cable package, but maybe not because we pay for some extra sports and the dumb cable company makes it really hard to figure out exactly you're subscribing for. Complication. VPN. A member of my family, also in Canada, is an NFL fan and boasts that he watches any game he wants without paying a penny via VPN magic. Um, is that legal? Asks the editor. Well, I got no idea. That's the point, I answer. Complication. National borders. Here in Canada, if you want to watch HBO, you have to subscribe to something called Crave TV, which gets you most of them, all of, I don't know, the HBO stuff and some Paramount, except for you might do better going upstream with a VPN, but some of the streamers are smart about blocking them. The point isn't Canada is hard, it's that every country is going to have its own streaming provider weirdness. Complication. Your hardware. We have Roku, but no Apple TV hardware. It doesn't seem like that matters. I can Chromecast Apple TV Plus. Is, is that weird? Also, one of the many irritants about our dumb cable service is that it's 720p with no upgrade pass. We have a nice LG 4K screen, but I've watched ball games where the picture looked like my grandparents' big console color TV in the 60s. Speaking of that LG TV, it runs on WebOS with loads of streaming provider apps, except for it's really hard to turn any of that on without becoming a part of LG's data farming operation. Ugh. Also, I haven't figured out how to route the TV audio outfit back into the AV receiver. Oh, wait a second, I did. It's a thing that involves 
eARC, E-A-R-C, which the TV and receiver both claim to support, but it doesn't just work out of the box. Well, I figured it out, and it actually works okay-ish. Oh, and our neighbor has a digital TV antenna up on his roof, and he gets a whole bunch of mainstream channels free off the air with a really fabulous picture, including marquee events like the Olympics and so on. Hmm. Update. Writing this got me mad enough to take another run at it. Figure it out. Seems like an okay Roku competitor. I'm talking about WebOS there. Complication. Streaming networks offer you lower prices if you sign up for a whole year. But if I want to watch Ted Lasso and Succession and Russian Doll and Star Trek Strange New Worlds and The Rings of Power over the next year, it becomes rational to switch subscriptions every month or so. At what cost? I don't know. I want someone to tell me. The problem. It's really freaking complicated and time-consuming and error-prone to figure out what's available from what providers at what cost. Also, the picture likely changes at least once per year. I have better things to do with my time than figure that shit out. The Automator. In my dreams, I tell it where I am, what shows and what teams I want to watch, and what hardware I have. In natural language, forsooth, what are big ML models for if they can't grok TV tastes? It makes, me, it makes me a plan to list the services I should subscribe to and when I should switch between them. I suppose it would be too much to hope for a tool that actually manages the subscriptions for me, but hey, I'd pay for one. Side trip. At home, we're currently watching Babylon 5, because smart people told us it was good and a lot like Deep Space Nine. We're doing this by taking the Blu-rays out of the local public library. So the ad automator would get extra credit for knowing about that resource. A lot of classics are in libraries, which are apparently easy to talk to. I mean, check out the wonderful Libby app, which is for books. That's L-I-B-B-Y. And seriously, if you like reading books and don't live and, and don't like paying for all the ones you read, you need to look at Libby. I'm optimistic. Something's got to give, because the current economic structure for digital entertainment is just broken. Nobody is willing to subscribe to all the channels. Hey, I have another idea. Micropayments for watching individual games or shows. Editor says, enough with the crazy talk, Tim. Sigh. Thanks to Lauren for pointing out several complications I hadn't thought of. And that's all, folks.